Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, November 4th. Wait a minute. I'm offended. I, I just noticed, I, and I noticed a long time ago, that there's an 8 after the S uh, on the countdown, but there's yeah. no 5 after the 3. Why can't I have a 35 if you can have an 8 Because we have to count down from 35, and that would just take way too long. You don't have to do... You just eight. now noticed the hey to in the countdown? No, no, no. I knew that a long time ago. <laughs> it just... I'm offended. Oh, I'm sorry you, that offends you. got to be able to add a, five, a little 5 like you added a little S. You're the computer guru. Come on, man. Priorities. Yeah. Live, uh, coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio 2.0. It's the Hammerdown Race Report, presented by Oakshade Raceway. Uh, tonight on the show, we'll be speaking to our uh, 2021 Attica Raceway champions, uh, Trey Jacobs, Devin Shields, and uh, we'll be trying to uh, give Jamie Miller a call. He's on the road, so yep. it's kind of a he's like you can try and call me. So we'll try and call him uh, a little bit later. But we got uh, Trey and Devin uh, sitting in the green room here. We'll bring him up in just a moment. First, uh, I have to remind you to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Oh, and you may be wondering where Jerry is. He's sick. He's not with us. So he's not COVIDing, I guess. He's he's, he's, he's fluing because he was at Montpelier over the weekend. Yeah. For their rainy race, the monster could match. be pneumoniaing, but he might be. I don't know. So hopefully we'll have him back next week. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. You can uh, of course listen to us on your favorite podcasting uh, platform as well: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Heart Radio. And, of course, check us out at HammerdownRacingReport.com. And, again, uh, for the third time in four years, uh, we have been uh, nominated for the uh, world's Toledo, best podcast. Or, according to Toledo City Papers, best of Toledo. Oh, yeah. World Toledo. It's close. Um, under the media category, under podcasts, go ahead and vote for us. I know what that text is. That's just reminding me. I forgot to click on this little guy right there. Showing the scroll. Anyways, uh, yeah, so uh, you can go to our uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash report. Got a pin post on there. You can vote for us once a day if you want. Every uh, day. I was kind of hoping we wouldn't be nominated this time so I wouldn't have to keep bugging people, but uh, thanks. You guys uh, nominated us again. So, yeah. I, uh, I, I put Which a is po- pretty cool. I, I put a post up on my Facebook page. It was and, all your fault then. Yeah, right? a lot. Of, no, no, about about voting, and, and, a, and a lot of people did. So, yeah. So you got until I think December fifteenth. Yep. So every that's, day that's for the next month and a half, go ahead. And every vote. day. And if you have multiple email addresses, by all means. And and while you're there, vote for Ryan Weekman for best meteorologist because we know he is. There you go. Uh, Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meets race every Saturday night during race season. Follow them on social uh, media or visit oakshaderaceway.com. The awards banquet coming up on Saturday, December fourth. That's going to be at the Fulton County Fairgrounds last year, unable to have that, so it would be nice uh, having that this year. also have to thank Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, manufacturer of uh, several different models of Silhouette Decoys using digitally enhanced detailed images, the highest quality materials, and the most advanced production methods. Each style offers waterfowl hunters different price ranges, options, and unmatched durability. Check out webfootdecoys.com or call 888-642-6369. Uh, also, freeze frame photos for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lane. They have all your favorite drivers. They also do special photo shoots by appointment. Freeze frame photos, special moments frozen in time, 419 476 9978. And uh, 
they have a, a bunch of items that make some uh, pretty good Christmas gifts this yeah, year. Yeah, they like really the custom do. Custom calendars. If uh, you happen to have a race car driver or owner or fan you in your life, and, or a dartboard, and you want a picture to throw darts at, and virtually all of our listeners fit that category. Yeah, yeah. Also, a uh, shout out to Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, and uh, Dipman Motorsports uh, sponsoring as well. Before we get to uh, all the news we have uh, tonight, we got got some fun stuff. We got a uh, Big D's Pizza we'll be giving away a little bit later with uh, tonight's How Many Ooh. Award last week's winner as well. First, let's bring up our uh, champions from Attica Raceway Park this past year. Have we got room in the room? Oh, we got we got room. Oh, <laughs> since, there they are. <laughs> since we don't have uh, Jerry with us, got the nice four square going. Devin Shields, Trey Jacobs, uh, thanks for joining us, and congratulations on uh, your championships. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Again, again, Devin. Say something, Devin. I don't think I think your mic not, might not be working. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. you're, you're you got something going on with that. You need different earbuds. How about now? Hey, oh, now yeah, we can there hear you. you okay. Go. You're a race car driver. Thanks for having me. Not a technical yeah. guy. <laughs> um, uh, let's start out. Uh, I mean, feel free to chime in whenever either of you two. Uh, but we're going to start off with uh, with talking to to uh, Trey here. I found it hard to believe that uh, this was the, the you got your first Attica win this year. Yeah, yeah, we ran second a lot of times. Uh, I think they said six or seven times before we were able to finally win one. And um, yeah, I, I think a lot of people kind of found it a little hard to believe. You know, we were we were knocking on the door a lot, and just for whatever reason, seemed like we couldn't close one out and. Uh, felt really good then to finally get get the first one there. I was going to ask, how big a relief was it to get that monkey off your back? <laughs> yeah, it, it was huge. Uh, after a little while, you just start thinking, what do I got to do to win one of these things? And uh, it was more of a relief than than really anything on that night. Uh, that I was excited, obviously, but just felt more relief. Like, okay, now we got one out of the way. Now hopefully it will start clicking them off. Did you uh, find your way to the front stretch okay? Yeah, I'd been down there plenty of times with my dad, so oh. I, I knew right where we were going. I just It was about time for me to get my picture taken in front of the race car instead of standing there with him. Yeah. And uh, speaking of your dad, uh, Dean Jacobs, we, you're just the, the second father-son duo to win a championship at Attica, um, and actually the first to do it in the 410s, uh, Wayne Moffat Jr. and Sr., uh, did it in street stocks and uh, limited lights. Uh, so, I mean, how big is that for you? Is that, is that mean a little bit extra to you? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. You know, uh, it, I, I really, I couldn't believe that there weren't any other father sons yet. And I'm sure uh, farther we go on down the road, I'm sure more father sons will be doing it now. I mean, Chad Kemenal has got a kid racing now and a, a bunch of the guys around my dad's age now have sons racing. So it was pretty cool to be the first ones to do it in 410 sprint cars. And then uh, for my dad to win the track championship over at Wayne County this year in his last year, it was pretty cool to for us to both get one at, at our at our own tracks. So, uh, yeah, it meant a lot. So you say that was his uh, his last year. So he, he's done. He's retiring. I've heard race car drivers say they retire. Yeah, how's and, that work? Yeah, he – he says he's done, and I, I actually believe him this time. Uh, I, I, 
I don't think he really cares to do it anymore. He's having a lot of fun with, with our deal with me. And um, he's, I think, 58 now. And I think just he's just a puppy, huh? See that guy right there? Yeah. He's in his 70s. He's still racing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's... <laughs> I, I I don't know. I think I could see him maybe if he gets the right phone call, maybe hopping in something to run, uh, like maybe the Pete Jacobs Memorial race for his grandpa, or or some of the bigger shows around Wayne County. But beyond that, I I really think he I think he's ready to hang it up, and he, he doesn't really have anything else to prove uh, in my eyes or any of us that support him's eyes. You know, he, he's he's accomplished a lot. Don't leave a spare rod end laying around anywhere because he'll build a race car around it. You know that happens. Yeah, he's already mentioned we we have a few cars now uh, with our own deal, and, and we've talked. I've talked to some different owners and whatnot about, and he's kind of kind of mentioned that if I do happen to land a ride in something else, maybe he'll jump in the three J car a little bit here and there. So who knows what could happen. Now you uh, you have a family uh, operation you run it is is your father also part of that or is he out of a different stable? Uh, yeah, well the car my dad was driving for Jerry McClure in a nine car out of uh, just right around here at Wayne County and um, my our deal my dad owns I mean me and my dad own our whole operation with my car so uh, yeah it's just me and him. I mean, more so him as an owner, and then I'm just the driver and uh, pitch in where I can. Me and Dad work on it throughout the week, and then we have uh, crew help, and I had Bonsai Bruns as crew chief to come to the racetracks on the weekends, and he'll come to the shop usually a night a week. And uh, But, yeah, for the most part, it, we're, we're just a team, me and Dad, together on my deal. And then his racing, he's, he hasn't – really had to drive for himself for a long time. He's been fortunate to have a lot of car owners and, and, uh, even through this year was his 40th year racing and he's still able to have a car owner or in today's world, uh, car owners are kind of few and far between. So he's been pretty fortunate. How much, uh, how much does he share? How much of his knowledge, uh, racing knowledge has he shared with you? And does he still uh, continue to share it or is you, have you reached the prop? the uh, you know the point where you don't need his advice anymore yeah he's i mean he's giving me a lot you know especially when i was first getting going in the 305 deal and um even still you know he he's always giving me input and i think just more recently like this year he just he kind of sits back and i think he knows that i know what to do um and, and doesn't doesn't give me too much input i i kind of feel like sometimes if, if he's telling me too much, it, it just gets me flustered. So uh, I, I think he just trusts that I know what to do with the race car. And he just now, I mean, he helps with setup and we'll, we'll discuss what, what the race car is doing, what I'm feeling. And, and it's good to talk it over with him because when I tell him what I'm feeling, he knows exactly what I'm talking about because he, he's done it forever. So um, usually then we work through what changes need made and, um, he just sits back and tells me to do what you can every night. And, uh, that's about as far as it goes. Does he ever come to you for advice? Uh, uh, maybe like a couple nights if I go out like to qualify before him or, or, or something like that, or if I'm in a, an earlier heat race and, and he's in 
he's in the staging lane or different times, you know, I'll kind of tell him what the racetrack's doing. But for the last year or two, he's mostly just raced Wayne County and uh, nobody can give him any advice around there. He could drive around that place with his eyes closed. So he's as good as anybody around that place. And uh, so he, he, he doesn't really have any need to ask me for, for any pointers or anything because he, he knows what he's doing. When's the last time the two of you raced against each other? Um, it would have been, well, just I'd say the last race of the year at Wayne County. Unfortunately, we broke in, I broke in the heat race, but, uh, yeah, like anytime I raced Wayne County this year, he was, he was there actually both wins. Uh, I won two races at Wayne County this year and both of them, I believe he ran second. So well, that's all right. Uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Nice beating the old man. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so any any night I ran there this year, he was there, and and it was awesome. You know, I start I really cherished it because I knew it was coming to an end before long. So anytime I could get racing with him, uh, you know, couple side by side battles, or if I got behind him, I maybe pushed a little a little extra hard just to. You I, know, under, I understand to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it, it was always fun. I was going to ask if you raced uh, him any different than any of the other competitors. Uh, maybe took it a little easier. Sounds like uh, you push it a little harder. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I don't know. Everybody, it's just a race car. You know, you don't you don't think much about who's in it except for when it is your dad. And uh, I mean, yeah, I, I say yeah, I might have pushed harder, but I I push any time. I try to pass everybody. It doesn't matter whether it's dad or somebody i don't even know so uh it's just it's just another car out there on the racetrack you know i don't don't think a whole lot about it i just i knew over the past couple of years at wayne county if i could drive by him then i my you were, race car you were golden really good <laughs> yeah yeah i must been operating if i was able to get by him because i know how good he gets around that place so what would you say your uh, biggest win of your career so far has been uh, the first one at Attica was big. Um, uh, my very first ever win was at Wayne County. That was cool just because my great grandfather built the place. And so that I was, I did not me. know that. Yeah. Yeah. My great grandfather, Pete Jacobs built Wayne County Speedway. Huh. I'm not for sure what the year is, but, uh, he built it. And I believe, I believe my dad got his first win there. Um, I'm not sure about Uncle Kenny or Lee. Well, I know Lee won 360 race. That was probably the first race he ever won. So it was cool for me to just get my first ever win at the family track. And then uh, the the one the most exciting night I'd say was the the second win this year at Attica, just because I ran ran third for a little bit and then ran second the whole race until the last corner and was able to to sneak by and get the win uh, coming to the checkered. So. That was the most exciting, but um, you never forget the first one. And uh, then the first one at Attica really meant a lot because although my great-grandfather built Wayne County and it's the closest track to home for me, I, I feel like Attica is my home track. I have more laps there than I do anywhere else, and, and I've just raced there a lot more than anywhere else. Now, do you have a favorite track to run on at least? Uh, yeah, I love Attica. Um I really, I just it seems I love it just because I run really well there recently. And, um, 
But, you know, Eldora was fun going there for the first time. Um, it was fun, you know, a big high-speed joint. Went to West Virginia Motor Speedway, which oh, yeah. was the highest of speeds. <laughs> so that was fun. We went down there a couple times. And uh, Wayne's Field's a blast. Atomic's a blast. Really, I like them all. Um, I mean, there's nights where different places aren't as much fun, but it, it still beats sitting at home or, or – going out or doing whatever you know any any night you're at a racetrack's better than a night away from one a lot a lot of open wheel guys always rate waynesfield highly yeah Fast yeah it's track. it's wicked uh it's the only way to describe that place is everything happens so fast yep. it's it, it's just a wicked little joint it's really unique uh, i that's the only place like that i've raced on that i can't really compare to anywhere else yet um I'm sure I'll see something else like it hopefully someday, but but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Now, do you have any uh, any other drivers, not including family, uh, that you would consider uh, you know a big a major rival to you? Anybody that uh, you know you're always I got to beat this guy tonight. Uh, no, not not so much a rival. Um, I mean, you get into point battles and whatnot, like Attica deal. We we were in some point battles, you know, but it, it's. I don't consider any one guy a rival. It, it's just every night you show up, you want to beat them all. So uh, I wouldn't really say there's any rivalries. Um, it's just I appreciate like at Attica this year, especially we had Cole Macedo in the 18 car. It was really good all year. DJ Foose was really good all year. Uh, and then you have like, Stuart Brubaker, Craig Mintz, Byron Reed when he's there, you know, all them guys. They, all of them together kind of pushed us to – really step up and, and every single night and um you got to have all those guys you can't really focus on just one because you know on any given night at attica i think there's probably eight to ten race cars in the pits that could win so um yeah it's the overall the higher the competition the more you have to step up and i just think it makes everyone better and, and creates a better product for the fans and that's why attica in my mind and i think a lot of people's minds is probably the premier local racetrack in Ohio. Yeah. A lot, a lot of sprint car drivers come to this area, you know, for all the, the tracks that are, that are here. And, and you got a lot of, I guess, to, to uh, hone their skills against all the great competition around here. Right. Right. Did but, you run the, any, any of the AFCS stuff this year or did you run the whole, whole series? Uh, no, I, I signed up for the point deal. Just, because I really like what Dwayne's doing right. um, with that deal. And I wanted to support it, you know, and become a member, I paid the membership fee, but we missed, I missed, I think three or four of the races. Okay. Um, so I, I jumped around. Uh, I was actually driving. I mean, I, I drove in all seven different sprint cars this year in the dirt uh, UMP modified. So modified i kind of I, I jumped around a lot what's well, so, open wheel scott <laughs> yeah yeah that's a whole different animal yeah um, it is it, it was it was different i raced it three times and i feel like the Did you last feel like time it was I a slow it, motion yeah but it just it's just different i feel like finally the third time i drove it was the first night i was driving it and the car wasn't driving me so um it was just a whole different animal, but it's fun. Yeah. And, and the narrow tire, the narrow tires are just a whole different deal. Yeah. They're, it's a completely different feel than a, than a sprint car. Uh, 
I tried driving it into the corner like I did sprint car first lap, hot lap, and we ended up in the fence. So uh, it was a whole different ball game, but it was a lot of fun. So what uh, what are your plans for next year? Are you going to defend your championship there at uh, Attica, run for championships at any other tracks? Uh, I, as of right now, I don't plan on uh, doing any point track championships. Um We've did, did, let me ask you bit. this real quick. Did you did you plan on doing the the uh, the points at Attica at the beginning of the season? Uh, or did really it just no. kind of happen? I mean, we we've always like I ran the I've run the points there a couple years now, and and we've always usually ended up at Attica on Friday nights. It's close to home, and really there isn't there aren't a whole lot of places to race on Friday nights for four ten sprint cars, um, and and it's close to home, and it pays good, and but I wanted to keep my options open in, in case, you know, something came up, you know, I was jumping in and out of different rides and, and, and doing different things. And I, I didn't want to be tied down to any one track. So we weren't planning on it. And then we got partway through the year and I was first, second, basically the whole year. So then I, by the time it hit about halfway when we were leading the points is why not, you know, we need, we need to stick it out because that, that paycheck at the end of the year can help a lot with like motor rebuild and everything. So, um, it, it was probably about halfway through the year. We, we made the decision that we were definitely going to go to Attica every Friday night and, and going into next year. I don't, I don't think that's, I, I don't think we'll end up doing that. Um, I'll end up at Attica more, more nights than not, but I, I also want to keep my schedule open to, uh, we're hoping to, to gain a little more funding, um, some some sponsorship help, and I'm um, looking to get out more. I, w- I want to get out on the road a little bit. And uh, I know you've run some. I know you've run some all stars shows. Any thoughts of just dedicating to that? Yeah, that's my goal. Um, right. With our team right now, we're not. We don't quite have the backing and the funds to to jump on the all star deal full time uh, right at this time. But uh, we would love to build our, our family team into that level. And um, and I'm always pursuing other options, too, uh, you know, uh, with other car owners. You know, I've been making some phone calls and, and uh, just trying to get my name out there because uh, that's that's my end goal would be to get on the road and, and start at the all-star deal and then see if it could go further than that. You know, I'd, I'd like to get to the point where I'm, I'm driving race cars full time and sure and uh, can support uh, me and my soon to be wife and, and hopefully some little ones here someday. What if, uh, what if Scott Bloomquist called you up and said, Hey, I want you to drive my late model next year. Full, <laughs> f- full Lucas oil dirt series. Uh, kind of a Nick Hoffman deal. What, what would you do? What uh, would you say to that? Oh uh, yeah. Without a doubt. I've, I've said for a while now, I'd love to jump in a late model. Um, especially the high level guys like that. They late models race for big money all the time. Uh, really bigger money than sprint cars. I, there's a lot more money in them. I, I, I believe um, uh, I actually have my mom's uh, cousins with Keith burner in sure. race late models for years. He has AccuForce shock dinos right down the road in Millersburg. And I've spent some time over there at his shop. You know, he's got chassis dino and I just, I look at the late models in there and I'm like, man, these things are just crazy. It's like a foreign language to me, you know, sprint cars is so easy. Everything's just open and, and, uh, the late model deals just, there's so much more to it, but, uh, 
I would love to get in one, you know, after getting in that modified, I really started thinking, I'm like, man, I'd like to, I'd like to jump in a late model. And what would your dad think of that? Uh, dad tried to drive one <laughs> once and I think he spun out four or five times through hot laps in the heat race and he didn't even run it for the feature, but, uh, he wouldn't even jump into modified this year. The, the, the guy I raced for had two of them and he wanted dad to jump into one and he wouldn't do it. He, he just wasn't about it. But, uh, but yeah, I'm sure he would support me getting in a late model. I'm, I don't see why not. Um, especially because of, like I said, the amount of money they race for. And, and I, I just like getting in any race car, you know, and I feel like the more cars you drive, the, the better overall you're going to be. I mean, look, Kyle Larson's perfect example. The kids, kids, unbelievable. And, um, yeah. Beyond believe unbelievable. Yeah. So I would, I would love to get a late model just to try it and, and who knows it could fall in love with it. So you still have your backup car, Devin. Uh, nope. It's gone. Oh, oh uh, no. I tried left, it. Left two Fridays ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Jacobs, uh, turned some laps at Oakshade, uh, on a Wednesday in uh, Brian Ruman's car. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Uncle Kenny did much better than my dad did. Uh, dad, he, dad actually drove. It was um, DJ Miller's car, and he got in it one night at Hilltop Speedway. And I, I was pretty young then, but I, it, it wasn't very exciting to watch. He, he did more circles than anything spinning out. So, yeah, Kenny, uh, he was on the gas. <laughs> and it was dry slick, so he uh, he used some tires up. What when was this, Devin? This was back in oh seven or eight. Okay, they were supposed oh. to be doing a special race, and he was going to drive uh, Ruman's car, and we were there on a Wednesday practicing, and uh, just to get him some laps and to get me some laps, and uh, yeah, he uh, he was up on the high side, just letting it let it eat. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that sounds about right. Fun fun to watch. Oh yeah, it was it. It almost made me not want to go back out. But <laughs> the, the quieter car uh, turned the fastest lap. That's all I'm going to say. So, uh, Trey, if uh, you, Devin, and Jamie, the three track champions this year at Attica, were all in equally prepared modifieds, who's who's going to win that race at Attica? Ooh, I don't know. I. I... I wouldn't bet on myself. Uh, I got a few nights in one. I was going to say, it sounds like you got the most experience in a modified. Yeah, Jamie's got the dirt truck experience. Oh, that's it's, true. Yeah, Those things look like a handful. And I think he drove a crate late some. And uh, I feel like the late model experience would probably play a little bit better into the modified side of things. Uh, yeah, I, I bet there'd be... Uh, but at least between me and Jamie, there'd probably be a few caution flags, but, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't bet on myself on that one. I'm not, I'm not that experienced at it yet. All right. Fair enough. Uh, any, uh, sponsors or anybody that helped out in your car you want to give a shout out to? Uh, yeah, Jamie Horn and Dr. Nicole Horn, uh, performance foot and ankle. They helped out a lot and, and, uh, continue to help, uh, Jeff Andrews with Integrity uh, Auto and Truck Sales and Bucyrus. Uh, he, he came on board partway through this year and helped out a ton. Um, I got my dad's cousin, Randy Jacobs, with uh, DAC Vitamins and Minerals. He helped out a lot, helped us get our, our, our better motor rebuilt um, right before the, the Brad Doty Classic. And 
then there's just Skip Hoffman with Skip's Auto uh, and Truck Repair in uh, Marion. He's helped out a lot, you know, buys tires uh, quite a bit throughout the year. And and then just we got a lot of really small sponsors. Um, that every, every you know few hundred bucks, thousand bucks goes a long way with with a team as small as ours. So. Um, probably I'm not able to think of them all like right off the top of my head right now, but, but every little bit helps a ton. And, and then all, all the work that, that my dad and, and Tim Urian and, and bonsai bruns and, and my little cousin Kale, you know, uh, they put a lot of work into the thing and, um, and none of it goes, uh, goes unnoticed. And, and I really appreciate all of them. All right. One last question for you. Uh, Thomas Cole wants to know, uh, what advice your dad gave you when you started in sprints? Um, he's just, he, well, at first I think it was just the, the harder you run the thing, the easier it'll be to drive with three Oh fives. And that, that was, that helped. Um, just cause I had zero racing experience until I got in a sprint car. So I, I never raced a go-kart. I never, I never raced anything my whole life. And I just, I'd watched my dad race a lot and, uh, so my first night in the sprint car, yeah, it was, I was kind of all over the place to start out. And then I, I learned, you know, it, the harder you run the thing, it, it actually makes the thing handle a little easier. And then, uh, basically my dad's advice all the time is just do what you can, um, focus on your car, focus on your race and don't worry about everybody else out there. Just, just run your race. And, and that's big for me, you know, uh, it's helped me, you know, try to manage my equipment pretty well and, it seems to be working so far. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, good luck uh, next year and uh, whatever you may have. Do, do you have a the next race on your calendar yet, or do you not even know next time you're going to be on the track? No. Uh, I mean, I've kicked around possibility of, of maybe a Chili Bowl deal. but I was going to ask about that. <laughs> yeah, that it's just getting – it's crazy. You have to pay so much money, to, and, and I don't agree with paying to drive anything. Um I'm not just going to fork over money to run one week that I could spend on my own operation that lasts a lot longer. So uh, I've kicked around a little bit of that, but I, I don't see that happening. And um, as of right now with our own deal, uh, who knows, could end up over over at Lincoln. Uh, they, they start the season pretty early, I believe in February over in Pennsylvania. So we're wanting to get over there a little bit. And um, if, if if my phone rings or if, uh, one of, one of my phone calls, you know, if the right deal comes together, uh, who knows, I, I would for sure be open to going to Florida in February and, and starting year out with all stars so. on somebody else's dime. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm keeping all options open and see what happens. What about, uh, uh, gateway dirt nationals? Don't they run modifieds? I know they yeah. The modified deal. Yeah. I'm not sure like that. Not going to get him uh, down there. Nah, it, it's just a local like Wayne County, and and the guy had, I told him if I'm around home, if if I'm at Wayne County, I'll drive it. But beyond that, I I'm more I'm always going to be a sprint car racer. I'd, I'd say, and whether it be Wayne, I've run non-link sprint car a few times too, so I, I would be open to that also, or, or Silver Crown deal. But but yeah. I'm, I stick with the sprint car deal as my main focus. Then the modified is just kind of 
kind of extra play. Like, uh, it was fun. Gotcha. What about uh, you, Devin? Any plans ever to get to uh, the Gateway Dirt Nationals? With the late uh, No. I uh, I kind of respect my equipment too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just it's, sheet metal. It's, it's sheet metal and rear ends and uh, roll cages. Uh, I think I've seen it all down there. Yeah. That's just a little track. It does give the advantage to uh, normal guys. Like the average guy can actually win there, and that's 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 the coolest thing about it. I don't think you can be normal and go there. You've got to. Well, be no, a- not in the head. Yeah, but it's uh, if you're a local racer, you you got a shot at it because the track is so small and it's almost survival is is what wins the race. <laughs> well. Uh- how does this uh, championship season uh, at Attica compare to uh, your the previous two championships at Attica? That's you, um, Devin. Yeah, that uh, it's it was a little tougher this year. Um, we thought we were out of it there uh, with I think two nights ago, three nights ago, and then uh, the guys up front started having trouble, and uh, it we were always hitting our marks every week. Uh, we weren't winning tons of races this year, but we were finishing second or third every night. And it just, that, that always helps. And we used one car, one motor, didn't, didn't tear stuff up. We didn't break that much. It, it just, I think my worst night was eighth and, um, Markham got into the back of me and, uh, popped my left rear tire. And it was luckily just enough time to change it and get back out there. But, I just kind of couldn't go anywhere after getting starting to tail. I struggled, struggled my way back to eighth is basically what we did. Okay. But it, it's, it's fun winning championships. That's, that's it's for fun. sure. <laughs> well, you got two again. You've done this, what, twice now? You got the Oakshade Attica double? Yeah, 17. We, uh, we, first time we brought out an XR1 car, um, we won Oakshade and Attica and, uh, I didn't think I'd ever be able to do that again, but uh, this year just kind of fell into place, and and we were we were in the right spot at the right time. Now I know that uh, you and Ryan or Ryan Missler kind of buddies. Uh, he's got quite a few championships there at, at Attica. Is it your goal to uh, one up him and uh, eventually top his number of championships? Yeah, I was, I was really going for Rusty's at Oakshade, get more than he had, <laughs> or, or tie him at least, but. I think I'm just going to have to go with the overall total. We're, we're ahead of him. All right. How does he feel about uh, you winning the championships? Oh, he likes it when I beat him. Okay. Right. Really? <laughs> sure he does. So how did you, uh, how did you manage to stay so consistent, uh, not getting into pro- having any problems or staying out of trouble on the track? Uh, and I guess your equipment seems to be pretty reliable. Yeah. Um, we put a new rear end in this year that that helped alleviate some of the wear and tear from the years before, um, in our primary car. So everything was fresh under the, under the rear end and that helps it. But I just, I'm not going to run somebody over. I'm not going to, I'm going to race you hard, but I don't want to touch. I, I don't like doing body work. I like the car looking good and, uh, I, I respect who I'm racing Unless they rub me, then I, I have a little less respect for you. But no, I'm I'm kind of picky when it comes to comes to working on the cars, and uh, 
we brought on Jason Brown, uh, who helped Steve Kester out last year. And, uh, he helped us get organized. And, and this year we kind of learned, it was like trial and error with us trying to learn shock spring loads and, and different setups. And that kind of put us behind in at the beginning of the year a little bit, because we were fighting some stuff with the shocks and it was basically learning each other. And cause I can't come in and say, Hey, I need, I need turns here, turns there. I, I, I can feel it, but I just don't know how to explain it to somebody. And we've, we worked it out where we started understanding what each other were saying. And, uh, we started there at the end. We were, we were pretty fast. You kept it rubber side down this year. Yes. I'm yeah. That, that always helps. Okay. Uh, yeah, that uh, that's probably was my one of my worst years was last was year. last year. <laughs> Not so much at Oak at Attica, but Oakshade, I just couldn't get through the rough stuff, and we were in the wrong spot, at the wrong time when uh, somebody spun out, and it just it kept it snowballed from there on. It was it was bad. The uh, all the tracks seem to have a lot of character this year, probably because. We, we had so much rain. Uh, you talked about getting through the holes. That was, that was a major thing almost everywhere this year. Yeah. Attica was pretty good. Attica, they put some more clay on the, on the track this year. It, it didn't seem to stick for part of the year. And then once it blew off, it kind of started getting racy and, uh, it was a little hard to pass at Attica, but the track was smooth for the most part. Every night we were there. Um, they, they do a lot of work there. I mean, they spend some money on fuel, getting that track ran in watering during the week. Um, they just have the equipment and the knowledge and the workers. It's, it is amazing what they can do at Attica. Trey, what was your thought on track conditions generally this year? And, and what, what kind of track do you like? Um, yeah, I agree. Like Attica, they just, it's a top-notch facility. Uh, everything they do from the way they prep the track to the way they run the program every week, it, it's really good. And, um, yeah, I thought overall, you know, it was pretty good. Uh, it's A lot of it just depends on the weather and, and, and circumstances, you know. We, they tried to have a day race early in the year. I think it was opening night. And, and it got really, really blown off and slick. But, you can expect that when the sun's beating down on the track all day and, and, and you're racing during the day. Seems like but, the uh, seems like the hammer down tracks tend to get a little choppy. Yeah. Especially yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah. Which I prefer, you know, I like, you know, slick slick, smooth, you know, just have a decent bottom, decent top, where where if you get too hammered down and fast a lot of times it's everybody's the same speed and it's just kind of follow the leader. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I like when a racetrack really slicks off and, and you got to use both feet a lot. And, yep. and I feel like it brings the driver out. Your thoughts on that, Devin? Yeah, he's spot on. I like, I like the, the slicker that I'm kind of a bottom feeder and I gotta, I gotta work on that getting, getting off the, off the bottom and get up on the top and try to run that middle a little bit. But yeah, it's uh it once it slicks off it it if it's hammered down it's fun for a few laps and then you're just you're wearing your motor out you're you're just abusing your equipment and and it's 
it's gonna it's gonna come back and bite you probably two weeks down the road. <laughs> so what would uh, if if Tony Stewart Devin were to uh, call you up tomorrow and uh, ask you to run his sprint car for next season? Uh, what would you say? Uh, I'd say yes, but my wife would say no. I'm sure. <laughs> um, Family yeah, problems it, there. Yeah, there, there'd be some arguing over that. Um, it. Well, now I mean, it seems like late models are getting up and over. Not not nearly as much as the sprint cars, but they're starting to. Yeah, for sure. Are we? Get, yeah, don't get Ron started on that. Back on the whole. Yeah. Arrow. Yeah, arrow suspension, all that stuff. Um. I mean, it seems like, yeah, over the years, the late models seem to have changed at least the way they ride on, on the tracks as compared to the sprint cars. Um, you know, they, I don't think there's much on the suspension. Well, I guess I don't know enough about sprint cars to know what you can change on the suspension to, to with the late get models to roll go, like With that. the late models going upside down, it, it's a combination of aero and chassis dynamics. You know, the cars are halfway rolled over in the corner anyway so it doesn't take a lot maybe you need a big sprint ring on the sprint wing on top of the late models i'm all for that well i flipped one back in 04 or actually 03 and there was no arrow and no uh yeah but you no had chassis you dynamics had, then either you you had to be really trying to do it back then ah uh, they were on three wheels most of the time anyways back then yeah so what would you consider uh your the biggest win of your career so far devin um, probably the two races at Attica were 2000 to win. Um, I, I was hoping this year was going to be the Barney Oldfield, Um, but I screwed up and just kind of, kind of got stuck and got complacent behind some lap cars and, and, uh, but the $2,000 to win races at Attica, probably my most favorite one in the car was, uh, this year we, we passed Irie on the last lap uh to take the lead and that and kind of did a slide job to to take the lead and and it was a race i didn't think i was gonna have any success in because the setup wasn't the way i liked it and it, it was a little off but i found something with five laps to go that that got me to got me to the lead and uh it was it was exciting in the car so, hopefully it was exciting to watch too yeah i, I watched that one on uh on pay-per-view the uh so, sometimes the car's right and the driver's wrong was that what you discovered that night no it was it was the Kevin's car never was wrong. Just, yeah i'm never i'm not wrong no the car was just a little at the beginning was a little off and then it kind of kind of came to me and i found uh, the track was it was pretty much dominant on the bottom except for in three and four Three and four, you could run the high side really well. And I think the driver was getting madder in the car, and <laughs> I started railing the outside on three and four, and uh, it it picked up a lot of speed down the straightaway, and it was just enough to to shoot by him there in one and two and then get back to the bottom. Going back to uh, this race with all three of you guys, the, the champions at, at Attica, uh, instead of modifieds this time, you all three are in equally prepared tricycles. One lap around Attica. <laughs> Who's going to win that? Who's ever the smallest and youngest? Because it definitely ain't going to be me. Uh, me and Jamie are probably about the same size. <laughs> I'm a little younger. 
Sounds probably, like Trey's got it. We'd be banging elbows for that one. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be uh, I'd be just pulling into the pits and uh, taking the night off. I'd, I'd probably blow out my knee or something. <laughs> All right. And any uh, sponsors or anyone else uh, you want to thank? Uh, just thank my crew, um, Jason for helping out this year. Dylan, um, Denny Wenzel comes down to Attica pretty much every weekend. Um, he's fun to have at the track, and uh, my brother comes out and helps. Darren. Uh, We'll see. Uh, my son Braden's been going to a lot more races, and he's he's starting to get a little more interest in it. Now that he's almost uh, driving age, he's uh, he's kind of hitting hitting around. Uh, oh boy, taking out the backup car or, or or doing something. I told him I'd I really like him to just get through high school sports and, and Wait, enjoy his didn't high you say school you, career. You, you just sold your backup car. Yeah, but there's there, there's a reason we sold it. Okay. There's, there's something there's new one coming. One in the works. All right. Yeah, we got a new one coming. All right. Um, should be here maybe January, sometime in December, maybe. Same car. Just depends. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do a Rocket XR1. Um, they just they just haven't figured out where it's racing for idiots. I think it is. They they give you all the all the numbers you need, all the measurements. It just it makes it a lot easier. We're we're pretty much on a standard setup most of the nights. They they just have everything simplified. So what are what are your plans for next year then? Uh, I've got a daughter graduating high school, so I think Attica is going to be out of the question. We're going to run there as much as possible because I like the track. Um, but we've got spring break. They start so early. Spring break, senior trip kind of thing is going to happen in Florida. So I think I'm going to miss a couple nights there. Um, and then besides, I don't know, Oakshade even, I, I'm going to be tearing this race shop apart, which we're already started working on it, trying to get it ready for the graduation party. And uh, unless my wife lets me have it on a Wednesday or something, uh, I think we might be out of Oakshades too. And just hit and miss where we can. Um Tri-Cities owner and Merritt's owner just bought Thunderbird. I so I'm kind of curious to see kind of curious to see what what that's going to happen and uh what what he's going to do to it if he's going to do UMP or that's that's one track I haven't been to yet. Will uh, will Jason be back with you next year? I think so. It sounds like it. Good. Um we we seem to get along real good. He he comes up once a week, just helps me just kind of take some pressure off of me getting the car done. Um, it's cause it's just me and my dad at the race shop. And then Jason helps. We we've learned a lot this year just because we're having to do it ourselves. We're, we're putting shocks on the, on the smasher. I, I, I cheese him cause he about wears my uh, spring smasher out <laughs> and, uh, he's wearing the shocks out more in the trailer than I am on the racetrack, but no, he's, he's helped out. I think he's going to be back. We're just going to have to pick and choose where we go and, and what tracks we go to. And wherever we're having fun, that's where we're going to go. Until you find yourself leading the points at some track halfway through the season, then you're like, all right, I guess we're going to have to go no for the championship crap. again. Here we go again. If we could do it without with missing a few nights, that'd be pretty good. I, I've seen, uh, yeah. I've seen drivers do pretty well even missing a couple nights. So, 
Yep, that's uh, it, it. I don't mind running for points. It just because it, I'm consistent, so it usually helps me in the points. But uh, um, it is you miss a lot of the big races here and there because you're stuck at one track and and you you can't go or you're like it, it's it's I I like the closer tracks because it saves the uh, saves me work at saves me a lot of work and a lot of time. I can just load up and get there real quick. And, uh, seems like Oakshade we've been showing up for all, almost time for hot laps and, uh, that we get the car out and get it ready. And we're usually ready to go by seven. So that schedule would kind of eliminate running some of the summer nationals races. Um, we could hit some, I guess. Cause, uh, it, as long as I get my uh, daughter's graduation party done and uh, the the senior trips in April, so once once we're after once we get those done, we're we're wide open then. All right. Well, uh, we wish you luck next year uh, in whatever you do. And Trey, same to you. And we appreciate you guys uh, coming on tonight. And congratulations on your championships. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Let's see yeah, it. Let's let's do this again next year. Yeah, well, Devin's like, well, we'll see. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you. A couple of well-placed yeah. rainouts, you know, could help. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it could. <laughs> there you go. Devin Shields, Trey Jacobs, a uh, couple of champions there from Attica Raceway Park. And uh, we'll try and get a hold of uh, Jamie Miller here in just uh, a moment and uh, get, yeah. get some of his input as the 305 champion. First, uh, got a little bit of racing roundup from last weekend. The... Uh, Monster Mash at Montpelier Motor Speedway. It uh, was kind of... Uh, the Mudster Mash. Kind of, yeah. We weren't sure it was going to happen. Friday night was postponed to Sunday. Saturday was uh, real iffy, and uh, they finally got it going, and uh, it sounded like there's uh, quite a few cars there. I was talking yeah. to several of the people there, and uh, uh, I guess it was... a. Uh, it was it was messy, but I mean you had to expect that going in with all the rain ahead of time. Larry Bowes did everything he could to uh, make it happen. He was he was bound and determined to make it happen, and he did so. Um, and I got the results here actually just uh, sent from from our our sick co-host uh, Jerry Keezer right. under the weather. Uh, Tristan Chamberlain, he actually uh, is that Dwayne's uh, son. Yeah, I believe it's Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne Chamberlain's son, insane Dwayne, uh, won his first career late model uh, feature win on Saturday night. Dylan Woodland won the uh, UMP modified feature. Dalton Smith was the Hornet feature winner uh, with a last lap corner pass. Last lap, last corner pass. Uh, Rain halted the super stock feature with five laps in shortly after midnight. They, uh, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> rain that's all yeah, yeah. Well, they that's uh, the story of the year they Scott. finished it up on sunday uh lee hobbs won the uh the makeup super stock feature andrew short won the makeup goblin stock feature those were leftovers from from saturday night that uh, were on sunday josh morton won his first career late model feature on sunday afternoon will bennett won the uh modified feature and is will bennett is that any relation to little joe i don't know i wonder a lot of second generation, yeah. third generation. Landon uh, uh, Arcaro won the uh, Hornet feature. Lee Hobbs grabbed his second skull trophy in the uh, Super Stocks, and Andrew Short pulled off the double in the Goblin Stocks. So, and uh, have you seen those uh, trophies? 
With the skull? Yeah, the monster I did. Mash? Those are awesome. I did. They were cool. I want one of those. Maybe next year. You got to go to the race to get one, Scott. Yeah. Is that how that works? Uh, I got to thank Dittman Motorsports uh, for performance parts, custom bodies, fabrication, racing fuels, Hoosier tires. He still has Hoosier tires. I just got some the other day. Yeah. Yeah. So if you need some tires, he still has them. Give him, give uh, Craig a call, 419-283-8580, and uh, tell him the Hammerdown Racing Report sent you. Also, uh, Big D's Pizza, Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and more in Clyde. Don't call him for Hoosier tires. He will not deliver Hoosier tires, but he does have other round things, the pizzas. Yeah. Yeah. Order online at orderbigdspizza.com. Big on taste, not on price. Your chance to win a Big D's pizza coming up here in a little bit with uh, tonight's How Many. Um, you want to talk about Ron Miller race cars for a minute, and I'll see if we can. Uh, well, I just want to give some advice to racers. If there's some parts that you think you're going to need, I would start working on that now. Back orders in, in our industry has have been very prevalent. Cost increases are going up. Uh, typically, there's price increases the first of the year, so we're heading in on those price increases, and they've already been insane. So anything you're thinking about, Start working on it now, and if you've got any tires left over that you think are maybe maybe usable, um, treat them carefully because I think. Hello. Oh, hi. Is this Jamie? Yeah. Jamie, it's Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, Hammer Down Race Report. Uh, is this a good time? Yep. All right. Uh, so we got all three champions uh, yeah. on with us uh, this evening. Jamie Miller, the. Uh, 305 champion this year. You've got, uh, what, the 2005 championship and the 2019 championship there at Attica. How does uh, how is this year compared to uh, those previous championships? Well, it was a good year. We can't complain about it. Anything different this year than uh, those years? Uh, no, we've pretty much been doing the same thing and keep having similar results, so probably won't switch it up too much. <laughs> You'll be back uh, in the same car next year? Yep. Yep. We'll do the same thing again. Very good. 31 all-time 305 wins at Attica. That's uh, good for second all-time on the, the win list. Uh, you got four wins this season. Uh, what do you what do you attribute your success in the 305 class at Attica to? I don't know. We've just been, been really good there for a lot of years, and it's, it's starting to show. Is it is it the car? Is it your equipment? Is it uh, the driver or a combination of all those? Yeah, probably all the above. I mean, I've been in probably 20 different race cars over, you know, 20 years of racing. And one in about every one of them, I think. So So what would you consider uh, it's your biggest uh, win of your career? Jeez. Uh, I don't know if I have a, the biggest one. Maybe the first one. That's one of the started. Those are always fun. Yeah, and and they the memory stays there for a while. Oh yeah. So what? Uh, tell us about that first win. When was it? Uh, gee, two thousand and two, maybe two thousand one, two thousand yeah, two thousand and one was my first first or second full season of racing. Now, did you, was it, did you lead the entire race, or was it like an amazing last lap, last corner pass? No, I think we led uh, quite a bit of it. I, think, I don't know that I started up front. I maybe started in the first couple rows and got the lead. And I remember battling Brian Scott for the win 
with about five to go and ended up winning it. Any uh, any rivalries uh, that uh, have developed uh, between you and anyone else over the years? Oh yeah, that Paul Weaver. Paul <laughs> Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I hope he's listening. <laughs> he doesn't like to come on the radio. He yeah, don't. but he, he listens pretty well. <laughs> well, heck, you should have told me that. I'd have been at his house when you called me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, are you friends with him or not? I mean, what's the deal there? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, we're pretty good friends. I actually helped Paul out one year when I wasn't racing. I just went and crewed with him, and we get along good. Okay. Jamie, you ran uh, Attica and Fremont pretty regularly this year. Um, which one of those is your favorite? Uh, I don't really have a favorite. I just If it's brown and round, I want to race on it. <laughs> I like that. What about Waynesfield? Uh, we were talking earlier with uh, Trey and all the, the sprint car drivers. Uh, seem to, a majority of sprint car drivers, I should say, seem to, to love Waynesfield. Yeah, that place is fun. It's small, fast. Got some banking. It's a it's a nice little bull ring to go race at. Did you get to run there at all this year? Yeah, we got a win there the one time we ran there. We, I don't remember. I think we ran there twice. And we won one of them. Would you say uh, that's your? I mean, what's your all time favorite track to run? Oh, I, I probably got to say Attica, really. Attica okay. or Chillicothe, one of them two. Okay. Uh, so what are, what are your plans for for next year? You said you just you're going to go for the track championship again at Attica, and yeah, we'll try to win you know, all three championships that we can uh, Attica and Fremont and the AFCS deal, and maybe try to pick one up in that dirt truck too. Well, that'd that'd throw the car builder. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it would. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, when did that? Uh, when did you start running the truck? Uh, I've ran them a few times in the past, and then last year was my first full-time season in one. And, and that was the one that uh, Ron built? No, that would have been this year. That was the okay. truck that Ron built. So is this is the truck that Ron built, is it, was it a good one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That thing's, that thing's real nice. Wait, is that the one that you crashed into the tree, Ron? I don't yeah, know what you're talking about. Not, not, not sure not sure what you're talking about, Scott. I believe that was like a couple weeks ago. I heard about a pear tree. <laughs> <laughs> so would you let uh, would you ever let Ron drive your uh, sprint car? No. <laughs> no hesitation there at all. Uh, would you let Ron back into in your dirt truck? Probably not. I run into a tree. <laughs> um What's the, what? at, at that point, the truck was in control, and the driver was just along for the ride. I agree. He did hit it. Yeah, away. you'll have that. Yeah. What's the? You know, he ran into a tree. What's the craziest thing you've ever run into in in a race car? Oh hell, the fence probably. Yeah. <laughs> did you uh, have you had any uh, nasty flips? Oh yeah, we had a couple. What's uh, what's a couple that have been into magazines? Oh no! What would you say is the uh, the worst? Uh, non-wing at Fremont. What happened? That one laid me up pretty good. Uh, wheel center broke out and Ooh. just about made it out of the out of the park in turn one. Wow! 
Now, was that in a 360? No, that was in a 410. Oh, okay. Any plans uh, to run a 410 again? Oh, I'm probably going to get in that double zero car again next year off and on. Okay, cool. Um, We asked this question in different forms uh, of the other champions here. Uh, We're going to go back to the tricycles again. If uh, the three of you are equally prepared tricycles, you, Devin Shields, and uh, Trey Jacobs, one lap around Attica Raceway Park on the tricycles, who's going to be first back to the finish line? Shit, I'm just going to stay there and watch them people at it. I'm going to go over that. <laughs> I think Devin said he was just going to go back to the pit, so, you, so yeah. I guess Trey's going to win Well, God damn it, I'm, I'm in then because I'm at least going to finish second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any, anybody uh, you want to thank? Any sponsors? Anybody that helped you out this year? Uh, yeah, Ryan French and uh, everybody that helps out on the 26 car. And, you know, Ron Miller, Tim Baker for the all the deal they do on the dirt truck. You got to have everybody involved to, to make it all work. Now, does uh, running the dirt truck, do you think that, does that, uh, does that take anything away from uh, you running the 305? Does it, or does it maybe add anything to you running uh, the, three, the 305? No, each one of them is different from going from, I mean, getting in a sprint car to a late mile to a dirt truck. They all have their own characteristics characteristics and how they need to be drove and how they handle how they feel and it's different every time you get in one that's i don't know if you don't see a lot of people do it and do well and it's, it's kind of tough but i adapted pretty well to hey, everything so you, you've driven a, a lot of different uh, kinds of uh, race cars uh, what uh, what is your favorite is the, the 305 or a 410 sprint car your, your favorite i keep telling everybody when i retire from sprint car racing i'm going late mile racing Huh. Ron builds those too, I think. I have. I've been known to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we might have talk someday. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, good luck uh, next year in uh, in the 305 and uh, the dirt truck. Yeah, especially the dirt truck. Maybe you need to start building sprint cars, Ron. Well, if Ron no. would build a sprint car, would you would you drive it, Jamie? I'll try it. <laughs> I'll try it. <laughs> Have you have you built a sprint car before? No, I've 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 worked on a few, but no. All right, I'll bring you one up there. Copy. There we go. <laughs> there <you> go. <laughs> All right, Jamie, we appreciate the time. All right, thank you. Thanks right. a lot, Jamie. Yep. Mm-hmm, bye. Yep. Bye. There you go. There's Jamie Miller, your 305 sprint car champion at Attica Raceway Park for 2021, and a darn good one too. Yeah, he has. We we have mentioned his name quite a bit this year. We have it with uh, various wins. So uh, yeah, congratulations to him and and Devin and Trey for for everything they've accomplished this year. Um, got a little bit of racing news to cover, and then we'll get to our uh, Big D's Pizza and who's going to win how many from last week, and we'll do how okay. many for this week. Uh, Tom Sprague made the announcement Tuesday. Uh, Devin Shields alluded to this earlier tonight that he has completed the sale of Thunderbird Raceway in Muskegon, Michigan to Mike, Michael Blackmer, owner of Tri-City Motor Speedway in Auburn and Merritt City or Merritt Speedway in Lake City. 
Uh, Sprague cites that COVID-19 and tragedy in his uh, personal life have made running a racetrack tough, so he has decided to step back from track management. He will continue to be a car owner, sponsor, and possibly a driver. Blackmer doesn't have any major changes planned, but um, the All-Star Performance Challenge Series will be included on the schedule. uh, It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, Scott, because there's not really three nights a week up there that yeah i was kind of curious about that that too is he going to be running against himself uh apparently so maybe we'll have to uh, after we get through our uh, championship shows here we'll have to reach out to uh, michael black and he might have a better idea by then what's going to where he's for next year with those three tracks yeah uh world of outlaws nas energy drink sprint car series has announced a one million dollar overall point fund in addition to several new venues for the schedule next season, the uh, World of Outlaws Sprint Series will contest more than 80 events from February to November across 22 states. That's just a, that's just it, it's, a yeah. lot. A lot of travel. Uh, they're contending for a $200,000 championship, a $50,000 increase from 2021. For the first time since 2014, the World of Outlaws Sprint Car schedule will feature four Ohio tracks with the addition of Atomic Speedway in uh, Chillicothe. Series visits Eldora Speedway seven times, Attica Raceway Park twice, Sharon Speedway in Hartford twice, and uh, as we mentioned, Atomic Speedway will get one date. NASCAR Series star Chase Elliott will make his second or will make his uh, sprint car racing debut during the second annual Mercer Midget uh, Madness event at uh, Mercer Speedway. I believe that is. Uh, November 23rd through the 24th, Elliott, who made his uh, midget racing debut last year in preparation for his first Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals attempt uh, earlier this year, will drive a 360 sprint. Kyle Larson also plans to compete in the uh, event in both a midget and a sprint. Uh, NASCAR officials announced Monday evening that Joe Gibbs (laughs) racing driver Kyle Busch will be required to undergo sensitivity training following his use of a slur typically used in reference to mentally challenged or disabled individuals. Busch used the word during an interview with NBC Sports after Sunday's NASCAR Cup Series race at Martinsville Speedway while detailing his late race altercation with Brad Keselowski. Uh, He later posted an apology on social media, and uh, this is what... Uh, he's going to have to go through uh, sensitivity training for. And there was no mention of the, uh, that he says the word shit. You know, that's okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so this is, this is what he's going to have to go through uh, sensitive, sensitivity training for. Well, he drills my ass coming out of four for no reason. I mean, where was he going? What was he going to do, spin me out? He was trying to do a Harvick is what he was trying to do. For what? For second place? To do what? He wasn't going to transfer through with that. He's freaking retarded, man. So stupid. I, I don't understand these guys. I should beat the shit out of him right now is what I should do. But So, yeah. There you go. Sensitivity training for Kyle Busch. He's always mad about something. And, of course, Denny Hamlin was pretty pissed off, too. Uh, yeah. I'm it seems su- like the old guys are getting pissed. I'm, I'm surprised NASCAR didn't have anything to say about, about Hamlin's little maneuver. Oh, after the race? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Arkham and Art Series in uh, 2020 will race 20 times. We had this breaking news uh, during the show last week about right. the, the Arca 2022 uh, schedule coming out. We have the uh, details here. 
Uh, the series will open with the 59th visit to Daytona International Speedway on February 19th and ending with the season uh, championship clash at uh, the series home track, Toledo Speedway, in October, uh, early October, I do believe. And that is going to be the only Toledo Speedway date. So the usual May date uh, will no longer be there. That's sad. For, for ARCA, yeah. Hopefully we'll get good weather yeah. for it. Although... May can be pretty iffy. I think that they've had a lot of uh, issues with rain uh, with the May date there, too. So I guess you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Uh, August 14th, 1953 was the date of the first race at Flat Rock Speedway. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. Next season, Flat Rock will celebrate its 70th season, kicking off on May 7th. They haven't been, you've been racing longer than Flat Rock has. Wait, no, you haven't. No, you, I haven't. You've been around longer than. That, you're true. Dave, that's what I meant to say. Uh, May 7th uh, will kick off the 70th season at Flat Rock with uh, late models, figure eights, and street stocks, the same three classes that have been featured since 1977. I didn't realize uh, they've been that consistent. That's uh, pretty impressive. Uh, Official 70th anniversary celebration will take place Saturday night, July 9th, with the uh, largest largest fireworks display in the history of the track. That will conclude the Scott, I'm still sitting here thinking about Kyle Busch and sensitivity training and <laughs> how incongruent those two really are. Yeah. Oh, my God. Will that make any difference? <laughs> Not a chance. Um, it's almost like throwing an ice cube on the stove. Watch this, folks. <laughs> uh, the Detroit Grand Prix has voted itself off the island and is ready to hit the streets after getting approval from Detroit City Council on Wednesday. The event is owned and operated by Penske Corp and is a key part of the NTT IndyCar Series schedule. The 2022 race will be the final time the race will be held at Belle Isle. And then beginning in 2023, it will move to the streets of downtown Detroit. The race was uh, last held on the streets of Detroit in 1991. And I believe uh, the track's going to be similar to uh, how it used to be back then. Scott, the the Detroit Grand Prix has been going on for years. All you've got to do is catch one of the expressways up there about five o'clock. Well, no, it's, then, it's, then it's a parking lot it's, if it's you ins- catch it at five o'clock. Insanity. At five o'clock, it's a parking lot. It's not the Detroit Grand Prix at five o'clock. If you want the Detroit Grand Prix, you got to hit it about ten o'clock at night or three in the morning. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, some other results here. Uh, the World of Outlaws, Carson Macedo, uh, won Friday night at Lawton Speedway. Logan Schuhart was the winner Saturday at Devil's Bowl. It was his uh, 30th career World of Outlaw win at Devil's Bowl. Uh, next up for the World of Outlaws and you know, a lot of other classes, the World Finals at the uh, dirt track at Charlotte. Uh, tonight, it was supposed to, schedule, uh, supposed to be Starting tonight, tonight's World Finals event has been postponed due to rain, uh, but that will be going through Saturday. That's the story of this year. And well, yeah, that's true. In NASCAR action, Zane Smith uh, won the United Rentals 200 at Martinsville. Uh, I believe that was Friday night. Uh, the championship four in the truck series are Zane Smith, John Hunter Nemechek, Ben Rhodes, and Matt Crafton. In the Xfinity series, Noah Gregson won the Dead on Tools 250 at Martinsville. Uh, he uh, joins uh, Austin Sendrick, A.J. Allmendinger, and Daniel Hemrick as the four championship contenders. And Alex Bowman, of course, uh, the winner of the Xfinity 500 at Martinsville. And uh, championship four in the Cup Series, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, 
Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex Jr. Despite Denny Hamlin uh, getting knocked up into the wall and getting his feathers ruffled there and yeah. uh, trying to keep um, Bowman from doing uh, donuts there after he won the race. And he was pretty successful at that. Yeah, yeah. Kind of blocked him a couple times and nudged him with the front of the car. Yeah. Did a burnout on his up yeah, against him. Kind of strange. And uh, I guess he called him a hack and then now – there's hack shirts being made. Is this, I don't, it's a, the whole thing is getting childish. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's just me. Maybe I'm just getting old and cranky. I don't know. You're not cranky enough, Scott. I mean, I guess not. Maybe I need some sensitivity training. I don't know. Um, championships will be decided at Phoenix Raceway. We have the truck series. Um, Tomorrow, uh, night. tomorrow night, yeah. It's I have Sunday, eleven five. So that's <laughs> tomorrow night, Friday night, um, at eight p.m. on Fox Sports One for the Lucas Oil One Fifty. Uh, the Xfinity Series will crown their championship at Phoenix on Saturday. That race starts at eight thirty on NBCSN, and then the Cup Series race is at uh, Phoenix on Sunday, three o'clock on NBC proper. And speaking of that, your chance to win a Big D's pizza. Has to do with uh, the NASCAR really? Cup Series champion, but before we get to that, last week's winner of how many was uh, the question was how many late models will be at Montpelier on Saturday? I believe that I said I, th- I think I picked low. I didn't say zero. I picked the lowest number. Yeah. So and there were fourteen, so I was closest there. I th- I picked eighteen, um, and our online winner. Also picked 18. That was Kurt Dickey. Really? Yeah. Well, congratulations, Kurt. Congratulations, Kurt. You get uh, a Big D's pizza. And uh, on your way back from Clyde, uh, drop a pizza off at Ron Miller Racecars. And let me know when you do, because I'll come up and help eat it. Yeah, Scott's not yeah. that far away. Uh, so this is a week, if you want to win a Big D's pizza, this one's going to be a little complicated. Ooh. How many laps will the NASCAR Cup champion lead at Phoenix on Sunday. So we don't even know who the champion is. Whoever the champion is, how many laps will he lead in that race at Phoenix? Out of 400 laps. I don't even know how many laps there are. I'm pretty That's sure how little prep I'm, I'm, I did I'm, for that. I'm pretty sure it's 400. Okay. So, yeah, that's, uh, that is the question. Uh, and a bonus question, you don't get anything for that. You can... Uh, Pick who the champion's going to be. I'm going to go with Kyle Busch as the champion, and I think he's going to lead half the race. You say there's 400 laps in that race? Kyle Busch? Well, who did I say? I said Kyle Larson. Oh, okay. I thought you said Kyle Busch. Uh, well, if I did, I meant Larson. Yeah, okay. Well, that's. I'm going to go with uh, 206. That's going to be my number. 206. What do you got there? I'll tell you what. It's going to be Denny Hamlin, and that wasn't part of the question. No? He's going to run second, and he won't lead a single lap. So a zero. All right. Uh, If you'd like to guess, go ahead and put your guess in the comments of our uh, Facebook Live or YouTube Live. If you're listening to us on uh, Spotify or some other podcast platform, you can still find our Excuse me, a face I'm getting all choked up about. Our Facebook Live or YouTube Live video. And we'll give you until, I say right up until race time, 3 o'clock on Sunday. All right. Right up until 3 o'clock on Sunday, 
uh, to get your guess in. You can only vote once, though, So if uh, or guess once. If you put your guess in already, you're done. You're locked in at that number. If you, get, uh, if you put two votes in or two guesses, that black flag back there uh, is what you get. So, winner. Whoever's- Dean, Dean Henry agrees with me, too. Does he? Yeah. He said, oh, he did say zero. So, uh, yeah. Uh, whoever's closest will get that Big D's Pizza, courtesy of Dean Henry there and Big D's Pizza over there in Clyde. And if we have a tie, if you can guess the same number as someone else, that's fine. We'll just spin the Big D's Pizza wheel to break that tie. That's right. Should that happen to be. so. And as a bonus, uh, yeah, you can put in uh, who you think it's going to be. Brian uh, Nelson, Brian. Brian Nelson, Brian? Yeah. Brian Nelson. That Brian Nelson, Brian. Whatever. I like that better. He picked Larson, so we'll see. <clears throat> Robin says uh, Harvick's going to win. Wait, is Harvick one of the choices? He's not even He's not even eligible. <laughs> Harvick, I can tell you, is not going to win, but she does like 35 as your number. So Yay. there might be a little brown-nosing going on there. I could be wrong. Uh, this weekend, there is some racing happening before we wrap things up here. Uh, Sandusky Speedway is uh, back in action with the Renegade Nationals Saturday. It's a uh, 1500 to win for the uh, front-wheel drive Renegades. Pit gates open at 10 a.m. on, on uh, Saturday. Uh, spectator gates at 11.30 a.m. And racing at 1.30 p.m. General Mission, just 5 bucks for that show. Uh, that's a Saturday afternoon show at Sandusky Speedway. I emailed the uh, forecast or the uh, schedule over to Ryan after he was done today, so I didn't get the forecast. But I looked it up. It's supposed to be nice this weekend, close to sixty. It is sunny this weekend, so uh, nice weekend. Should be no problems with the weather. Just wear a jacket, you'll be fine. In case it gets a little breezy there by the lake, it could happen. I don't know. Chris Myers will be happy. Thanks again to our associate producer, Dave Kemmer, field correspondents, Matt Swander, John Young, and Doug Dock. Next week on the show, we're going to be talking to the, uh, no, you're not black flag, Robin. Just <laughs> the number is the important thing. I'll give a pizza for whoever picks the guy that wins. Okay. So there you go. If you picked a number already uh, and you want to pick the guy that wins, uh, there's there's another chance for you to win a pizza. I guess it would be two separate so, so things. So it's well, a, it's, it's well, a pizza, pizza double? Pizza double, yes. Oh, so technically, wow. I guess technically, if you pick the right number and the driver, you could get two pizzas. Pretty amazing. Or we could have two different winners. So if Thank you, you pick, Dean. Henry. Yeah, thank you, Dean. Always making it fun there. So if you've already picked a number, you can go ahead and pick a guy. Again, your championship four, uh, the ones that are eligible to actually win, include uh, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, and Martin Truex Jr., there you go. Uh, as I was saying, next week we'll have uh, Flat Rock Speedway champions here. I know we have Dennis Wisman Jr. Uh, nailed down and uh, Kyle. I'll let you say his last name. Better Pennington. Yep, something like that. Uh, Eric Lee, the late model champion. We may do a pre-recorded thing with him because he's unavailable next uh, Thursday night. So we might have to do a little pre-recorded yeah. deal with him. So we'll see. We have the technology. We do. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have some Flat Rock Speedway track champions on next week. And then two weeks from tonight, Oakshade Raceway champions. We'll have Devin Shields back, Rusty Smith, uh, Gabe Mueller, and Eric Carr will be uh, joining us. Champions there from Oakshade. And then uh, three weeks from tonight, it's Thanksgiving. So we're taking a night off. Ooh. So you got two more weeks well of us. Well deserved. Yeah. Oh, were the uh, late model sportsmen, did they have a, a track champion? At Toledo, they did. No, but we'll not, have, but we'll, not at The Rock. 
Uh, there, it was under the Toledo site. Okay. So we're going to have them on the uh, Toledo Championship okay. Show, which I think is going to be. I didn't know if they had yeah. separated that out. I was ready to wrap up the show here. I forgot we had a hammer down uh, hotline call to uh, to play back here. Who won last week's uh, pizza? Uh, Kurt Dickey. Oh, that's right. Sorry about that. <laughs> All righty then. Yeah, keep moving. Um, Let's move along. Yeah, my oh, if you want to uh, call, leave us a message, get playback anytime. Uh, you can call anytime. We'll play it back at the end of the show. 419-318-3081. It just has to be racing-related. Once again, that's 419-318-3081. This is a call from uh, this past week. It might sound familiar to you. Hey, is this the Hammerdown hotline? Oh, yeah. Hammerdown? Hey, I'm looking for Scott Hammer. Anybody know Scott Hammer? I'm so confused now because you look like Fred Flintstone, but you sound like Peter Griffin. I'm Peter Griffin on Halloween, dressed up like Fred Flintstone. I guess that didn't really have uh, anything to do with racing, but that was our call, so we can play it back if we want, right? It must have been because they were asking for a hammer down hotline. Yeah, that was us. Don't you remember that? We made that call at the end of the show last week. Okay, I wasn't sure. You forgot the Kurdicky one. Just making well, sure. Well, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> That's right. It's the end of the show. Nobody cares anymore. Uh, we'll be back next uh, Thursday again with the Flat Rack Champions. Thanks to Oakshade Raceway, Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dipman Motorsports. Make sure to support all them. Uh, without them, we couldn't do the show. Make sure to go yeah. to our oh, Facebook wait. page. Vote for us. Make sure to vote for us in the Toledo City Paper. Best of. We got that. Every link. single day. Every single day. We got that link pinned at the top of our uh, Facebook uh, page. So if you ever forget what it is, just click on there. Or you can go to ToledoCityPaper.com, find the media category, and scroll down to podcasts. Oh, yeah. and, and also Ryan, or yep. Ryan Weekman under Meteorologist. Yep. Is a I, few I think blocks he's up. just one block up or two blocks up from yeah. us. Sure. So uh, make sure to give uh, give some support to the official Hammerdown Racing Report Meteorologist. Ryan Weekman. He should uh, he should actually sign off uh, on the news with that. Yeah. I'm your official Hammerdown Racing Report meteorologist, Ryan Weekman, here on WTOL Channel 11. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 